power outages, downed trees, and flooding in West Orange. But it could have been a lot worse. The date is October 6th, 2022. On this special post-hurricane edition, we are going to go through Hurricane Ian's aftermath within West Orange County. Welcome to West Orange on the Go. My name is Austin Arthur, and this is where we do local news and comments. And when I say local news, I mean hyper-local. West Orange, this is your news. We begin in 10 seconds. You're listening to West Orange on the go. Brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur. West Orange on the go. For many West Orange and Southwest Orange residents, life had returned to normalcy less than a week after Hurricane Ian rumbled through the community. Locally, residents began feeling Ian's wrath in the late afternoon of September 28th through to the next morning. Now, unlike much of southwest Florida, which in many cases areas were completely devastated, for the most part, West Orange and Southwest Orange communities were spared. The town of Windermere sustained the most significant damage, with fallen trees downing power lines blocking most of the ways in and out of town. Windermere Mayor Jim O'Brien said the town is focused on its response goals of rapid reestablishment of town-critical lifelines and repair of infrastructure and services. Quote, While our community has experienced significant impacts, we are most concerned about the catastrophic damages, suffering, and loss of life that we all know occurred to our fellow Floridians in southwest Florida. End quote. Now, although the town is currently still working on cleanup efforts and restoring power to all residents, the town manager, Robert Smith, said the town hopes to be back to normal operations by the end of next week. Windermere Police Chief David Ogden said he is particularly grateful for Duke Energy and its contractors for working to get the major power lines restored. Quote, the town is up and running thanks to the great teamwork between the energy companies and our town vendors. There's still cleanup and work to be done, and we feel blessed when we see the devastation of our Florida families elsewhere. We offer our prayers to those in southwest Florida who were devastated. This is a time for others to step up and be the community that we all want to be. End quote. And on over to Oakland, Oakland Mayor Kathy Stark has said the town fared well in the hurricane and experienced fewer power outages than in storms previous. The biggest issue in Oakland is the Oakland-Tildenville Cemetery. Just north of West Colonial Drive, nearly half of the grave sites were underwater on Thursday morning. And the Oakland Nature Preserve, well, they experienced issues and is closed until further notice. Oakland Nature Preserve Director Jennifer Hunt said, quote, The majority of the damage out here is large trees that have gone down. We have some that are in very precarious locations, such as over trails. The director said she hopes to reopen the community by October 10th, but it will depend on the pace of cleanup efforts. Now, just a few miles away, Winter Garden, now residents there and city officials endured Power outages and downed trees. Most of North Winter Garden was without power on Thursday, and some of that was not restored until Sunday, October 2nd. 
Now, the Winter Garden mayor, Mayor John Reese, said in part, quote, we have some trees down, some flooding issues. After seeing what happened down south, I think we're blessed, end quote. Now, in the days preceding the hurricane, the city was in full preparation mode. Mayor John Reese and staff ensured all necessary precautions were taken. He said that police and fire chiefs were ready and that they briefed their staff on the issues that uh, could be before them with this hurricane. And also that 27,000 sandbags were given to residents, 27,000 in the city of Winter Garden. Now, those were filled sandbags filled by the city given to the residents. Uh, Now, let's go on down to Horizon West, flooding on Reams Road. Now, in anticipation of problems on the road, Orange County officials closed that road on Wednesday, September 28th. And following Ian, portions of that road were indeed underwater. Other than Reams Road, Horizon West residents were mostly spared from the wrath of the hurricane. Many never lost power there, and damage in the community is reported to be minimal. And now let's go on back up to Ocoee, where in similar fashion... They remained largely unscathed. Dakota Mayor Rusty Johnson said, quote, Even with all the wind, we were lucky. Our city is pretty good at keeping things up, so that's why we're in better shape. End quote. And Dakota Fire Chief Thomas Smothers said, quote, The city was blessed very well. We survived the storm a lot better than some of the previous storms that we've had. End quote. Now, most of the storm damage to the city, that is the city of Ocoee, includes fallen branches and a few fallen trees. The biggest report out of Ocoee uh, was that during the storm, a house located on Lakewood Street across from Ocoee Elementary caught on fire. Now, more details are still to be released uh, on that incident. And Ocoee Mayor Rusty Johnson checked in with Ocoee residents through Facebook right after the storm passed. And, well, he urged people to contact him if they needed anything. Now, I want to close with a final page here. It is an editorial from our editor and publisher, Michael Ng. Our very own Michael Ng of the West Orange Times and Observer. And in this editorial piece, he writes, quote, In the pages surrounding this one, you'll find images of destruction, toppled trees, downed power lines, flooded streets. You've likely driven down roads covered in a carpet of debris and maybe even had to navigate your way through a few nasty days without power. Throughout my career in Florida news, I've covered my share of storms, Gabrielle, just days after 9-11. 2004's four-storm fiasco. Of course, 2017's Hurricane Irma. And now, Hurricane Ian. I've seen plenty of devastation, of course. But it's not what I remember. Images and anecdotes of heroism, compassion, encouragement, and the unyielding power of decency and kindness in the face of tragic circumstances never cease to amaze me. And just like in the aftermath of previous storms, there were plenty this week. 
For me, the first came in the morning hours of Thursday, September 29th. As I headed out to survey and photograph the damage, I turned onto Wild Myrtle Court in Windermere, two houses in. A tree had been toppled, taking out power to the entire block with it. Are you from the power company? A voice called out to me as I snapped photos. No, sorry. I'm just with the observer covering the storm. So do you want to see a dock completely underwater? Christine and Timothy Bryan then led me to their backyard, where their dock barely peeked out from the surface of the water. As I was leaving, Christine brought me a bag of avocados. You see, the storm had done some natural harvesting, and she had plenty to spare. Facing their own crisis, no power, a downed tree, a sunken dock, the Bryans were in great spirits. And they were quick to share their unexpected avocado bounty with a stranger who just appeared with a camera. A small gesture, but consider my heart warmed. Later that day, the Orange County Sheriff's Office shared photos I will never forget. Although most of West Orange and Southwest Orange were spared from significant damage, the Orlo Vista neighborhood just east of our coverage area, wasn't so lucky. In the same moment I was receiving avocados from the Bryans, the Orange County Sheriff Office emergency response team was evacuating Orlo Vista residents after their neighborhood suffered significant flooding. The photos are dramatic as they come, with officers trudging through feet of murky, oily water to get to the homes. There's one of an officer carrying a dog to safety, another of a group hoisting a man into their rescue vehicle, but my favorite image is a rescued resident in mid-laugh as he sits across from three officers, also smiling in the rescue vehicle. I like to imagine that all hearts were full in that moment. That goodness and kindness led to this moment. That the circumstances, no matter how dramatically they breach your home, are no match for what we can do together. Even before the storm arrived, Windermere High Band Director Rob Dara was called to duty with the U.S. Army National Guard and has been assisting with relief efforts ever since, Still, he's made sure to communicate assignments to his marching band students through social media. And just this week, we learned that Horizon West Playa Pizza donated food to Matthew's Hope to help the organization care for West Orange's homeless residents. Amazing stuff. Simply amazing. In the days and weeks that follow, there will be challenges. But our community has faced challenges before. And we have emerged stronger. We will do so again. To those who have so selflessly given their time and resources, thank you for being the heroes we need in this time. To those who need help, ask. If you don't know who to ask, let me know. 
The email is M-E-N-G, that is M-E-N-G, at orangeobserver.com. We'll make a connection. Stay strong, West Orange. We got this. Now, as I stated, that was the editor and publisher, Michael Ng, of the West Orange Times and Observer, with a personal editorial message of compassion, spreading goodness. And I love his editorial. I I typically do love his editorials. He's a great man of compassion and of compassion and goodness. Now, you know, I have not said much of my own words in this episode because they're not really too important right now for me. I just wanted to make sure that you got the inside information on what has happened in our West Orange communities since the storm. However, I do want to leave you with an important thought. Something we really need to look at, something we have a duty not to ignore. You see, we have Mike Ng rolling out a beautiful message. All of the mayors, as you heard, had kind and humble words. I mean, really humble leaders in our mayors and chiefs and other city and town leaders in West Orange County. Most of those leaders, as you may have noted, as I did, invoked something beyond themselves and their gratitude. I did not include all quotes, however, from leaders this past week. And my message is that I just want you to be cautious of those who take advantage of tragedies to make negative comments to further their own political opinions. So no, I won't quote it, I won't dive into it further, Uh, but... uh, You know, if you want to know, seek, and you shall find. I, for one, am heartbroken for those in southwest Florida and for our neighbors slightly to the east in Orlo Vista. I hope God shines on them during these trying times. And I am grateful we are largely spared here in West Orange. And I am also grateful for all of you for taking the time to be here with me. This has been Austin Arthur of the West Orange Times and Observer. And until next week, have a happy and blessed weekend. West Orange on the Go is brought to you by the West Orange Times and Observer. Hosted by Austin Arthur. West Orange on the Go.